You're listening to Road to Wellness, a podcast meant to help you be healthier, happier, and pain-free. Hi, I'm Amy Trong, your host, and here you'll be learning ways to connect with others and to yourself so you can live a more fulfilled life. You will gain knowledge of acupuncture and other modalities in healthcare to help you take better care of yourself and your loved ones, a platform for you to ask questions as well as get answers. Your growth and your personal journey on the road to wellness begins now. Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Amy here, your host on Road to Wellness, the podcast. On today's episode, I just wanted to share something that I have been seeing consistently throughout this whole entire pandemic. Of course, it's the holidays. We should be very merry right now. And I want us to continue to keep up that positive vibe. So if you need a little bit of a boost, check out the 8 a.m. Monday mindset meditation class that we are offering for free every Monday for the month of December. If you're interested, go ahead and go to the website road-to-wellness.com to sign up. It's completely free and you can be completely anonymous. We're going to go through Zoom and it'll be wonderful. On today's episode, I really want us to just focus on you. Just basically your feelings, your emotions, because for the last couple of months, I've actually seen a rise in the number of negativity that is in the patient population that I have been seeing both in my practice and also in the healthcare facility. And it's been hard. I mean, as a provider to be experiencing and hearing these stories, sometimes it's 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 hard to remove yourself, right? But of course, as professionals, we are trained to to be able to do with deal with that. And something that I started to notice was that a lot of these patients, you guys are probably going through a very similar pattern. So we're going to talk about some of these things today some of the patterns, maybe certain cues that you could actually pick up and certain things that you might be able to start doing now, how you can kind of shift the way you think or your perspective a little bit. Hopefully that would create a little bit more empowerment and encouragement for you to take action and to feel a little bit happier and more joyful. All right, let's get started. Okay, so people have been telling me to look for the good. And I mean, I know that, right? You know that too. And we want to be able to see the good in everything that's going on. Even when there's challenges, we want to pick out the good stuff. And I think that's great. But at what point is that too much? Like, say you're in a marriage, a friendship, or a company, and you're working, whatever, and it's been pretty good for the most part, then suddenly it just started to shift and everything became very negative. And now you can probably deal with a lot of these things on your own because you're a strong, powerful person, right? But you start to notice that something isn't right. You don't feel right. Emotionally, you don't feel right. Your mental space isn't right. Physically, you feel more drained. You're more tired. You kind of like don't want to move very much. That is a cue. That is actually giving you some information. Something is not in alignment to what you really want for yourself. 
like you, I love people, right? And people like you who are extremely caring, you love other people, and you really want to put other people first and really take care of other people. You're you're rare. You're one of those people, you're you're like the rare breed of people who actually care about others in a higher level. And I really want you to know that you're absolutely special and here's why. You're definitely capable of taking in the negativity and transforming it into something more positive. Not a lot of people can do that. Most of the time people complain and they get stuck into that misery. You know that saying how misery loves company? I think that generally is true. But people like you, you're generally trying to find like more positive things to look into and how to shift it to a, something more positive. And I think that's lovely. You're also very forgiving and you're probably able to see past people's mistakes. And so then you end up staying with certain people and being around people and allowing people to treat you a certain way, even though... You know that it's not normal, but still you're like, okay, whatever, you know, you're probably, this person is probably just going through something and then you see past that. That's actually a very rare trait and it's very, very wonderful. And then you're probably a very loving person too because you're empathetic, right? Just like what I was saying earlier, you're pretty much seeing things from the other person's point of view and you really could feel what they're going through. And people like you, so rare, so, so rare. And if you extended this to everyone and not reserving any of that sort of loving forgiveness and transforming all the negativity, negativity to a positive light for yourself, it's going to be bad. And you're going to end up being more in a detriment to everybody around you than you would think. Let me explain. So the commonality you have with your neighbor is this. Both you guys are pretty much trying to take care of people and love the people who are around you the most. So even if it means that it might hurt you a little bit, you're willing to make those sacrifices, right? But understand the difference between a sacrifice and a suffering when you're starting to notice you're not feeling good your mental space is off and physically you're not feeling well that's suffering and I really don't want you to suffer and I don't think life is supposed to be suffering I know back in the days I read this book that I really liked called Siddhartha and it talked about how in the philosophy is that there is a lot of suffering in living and that's how you gain your enlightenment. I don't believe in that. I think that there are going to be challenges in your life. There's going to be pain points and moments in which you're going to hit rock bottom and you're going to feel like crap. And usually they say, and I experienced that too, is that you something would click in your mind and you would transform. And usually the transformation happens the greatest when you hit a roadblock that is extremely painful to you. But you don't need to get there in order for you to succeed in anything and everything that you want to do. Now, 
I want you to just take a moment and just check in with yourself, right? Before any of this gets any and get gets out of hand and and you start to feel like, oh my gosh, things are getting worse than it should be. You want to ask yourself, are you feeling sad most of the time? Do you feel like it's been very one-sided in your relationship with this person or in this corporation that you've been working with? Do you feel like you're putting in so much effort but it's not being reciprocated. Don't get me wrong, you don't necessarily have to do things because you want something back in return, but I think it's important for you to see if this is a relationship, it needs to be a mutual dynamic. We'll get into that a little bit later. Now, the next thing is you also wanna ask, do you feel like you're being unheard and whether or not some of the things that you have brought up during a conversation and you've been dismissed. So for example, you have a disagreement, you bring it up on a conversation, and instead of the other person listening to you, they shut you down. Does that happen? Okay, that's another moment for you to also check with yourself and realize, okay, this is, this is not right. The next thing is also, do you feel like you're unseen? And if you're not included in a lot of the festivities or activities that are going on, some people say that, you know, it doesn't really matter to them. They don't do things just for the sake of wanting other people to praise them or appreciate them. I get it. I mean, we talked, you guys probably know about the five love languages out there, right? And when people talk about the five love languages it's basically on the point that the way we feel and communicate love is based on five different things um i'm going to try to remember i think it's quality time gifts um acts of service words of affirmation and physical touch so those five things varies among all of us it doesn't necessarily mean you only need one of those things to be able to communicate love. Some people have a mix of all five and the dynamic changes, of course, depending on whose relationship you're in or what kind of relationship you're in. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you should be just focusing on that love language, whatever, to really assess whether or not a person is being good to you or bad to you. How I want you to kind of think about this perspective is to see it as a third person. And you can take a step back and take a look in to this visual between or the dynamic that you're having between you and this person that you're with or you in the corporation that you're working in. Because you see, sometimes we forget to see how disrespectful we have been to ourselves by allowing others to mistreat us. And how do we even assess what is mistreatment? Well, that's very subjective, right? And the other thing too is there's like social norms. There's also your upbringing, your culture. All of that actually is going to affect your perspective and your kind of standards of what a good mistreatment is or what is good treatment, right? And I want you to just assess good 
treatment versus mistreatment based upon what you want for yourself. What are you okay with? So this leads into setting boundaries. But before we can even set the boundary, we need to be able to recognize that there is a bit of a kind of like a kink in that sort of relationship that you're in or that interaction that you're in. So how you can find out is, like I said, take a step back, give yourself a fake name if you want to, like Bob or Jane, and just think about it this way. If you were Bob or Jane's friend, best friend, would you treat Bob or Jane that way? And remember, Bob or Jane is you. And you want to also ask, like, would you allow others to treat Bob or Jane that way? And just see it in that light and understand that when you're doing this, you're putting into your own set of values of what is good and what is bad. And that's very important because I think it's important for you to live based upon your own value system, not based on anybody else's value system. And even though I'm sharing this information now, it doesn't necessarily mean what I say is right nor wrong. It's just a matter of perspective. And I just have been experiencing a lot of patients sharing stories with me where I feel so much pain for them simply because they're going through so much and it's very challenging for them to remove themselves from those toxic situations. And this happens. This happens a lot. And the reason why I think we stay in it for so long is because it's habitual, right? For one, it's comfort, familiarity. It's also habitual. And you develop those sort of synapses in your brain and you just, that's all you know right now. But the moment you break that pattern and take a step back and look in in a different perspective, you'll start to see things differently. And hopefully that will kind of create a little bit of a aha moment where you could really make some positive changes for yourself. So as we were saying earlier, when you're assessing this situation from a third point of view, if the answer is no, you don't like the way this person is being treated, then I want you to recognize that the ability for you to forgive, to love, and to be kind to whomever it is that you're interacting with right now is actually hurting you. And in situations like this, the doer will never wake up and see just how forgiving, loving, and kind you are. And no matter how long you stick around or no matter how loud you scream and voice your opinion or how much you say and what you say, you most likely will not be heard. And that's just the way it is in terms of usually that's that's the way it is. And I shouldn't say it's it's all the time, but it's kind of it's hard for people to snap out of that phase that they're in and there needs to be a moment for something to click in their brain right so it all requires some sort of self-awareness and it needs to start with that individual so you 
also need to be able to come into that awareness and being able to see the situation is not good. It's actually very toxic for you right now. And it's your responsibility to bring it up, to try to discuss it, to make changes, and really to take action either to resolve the, the situation or you really need to make that decision whether or not to leave or stay. But understand that there are going to be pros and cons in the dissolution of any sort of interaction that you have, right? So you could leave your job, you could break up or, you know, I, I don't want you guys to break up, but just some something like that where it, the, there's going to be some changes that's going to be a difference in your life. And you got to think a little hard about it in terms of whether or not you want to have the same life or you want to make a difference in what you're in right now. And the most important thing there is identifying what you want. I think most of the time we stay where we're at because number one, we don't see that there's possible goodness beyond what's ahead of us or we actually don't really know what we want and so all we know is this is here right now so why not just stick with it right i mean cutting ties with those who no longer is meant to be with you is very hard it's disheartening but trust as much as you can in yourself and in life itself you'll give yourself so much more freedom and so much more room to foster really meaningful interactions and connections with those who can really make a difference in your life and in other people's lives. So if you think about it, all of our connections with one another, all of us somehow meeting up, getting to know each other, you listening to this podcast or listening to any other podcast and meeting other people, Those are all opportunities for you to gather data and input on how the world works, how society is like, what is this culture you're in is like, and that would give you a little bit more insight on how you want to live your life because it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks but you. So I want to circle back and remind you that this podcast was made for you. The intention is for you to recognize just how worthy, how wonderful, how exquisite, how special, how capable you are in doing the things that you want to do. And sometimes we forget because we're in situations that makes us doubt our abilities to really make significant changes in our lives. And that is the thing that you need to overcome and overcoming that takes self-awareness. And again, like I mentioned, the first step thing is always to recognize the situation that you're in, whether or not you like it by checking in with yourself. Number two, be more self-aware of what you want. And number three, taking the actions that's necessary for you to move forward, stay, or simply transition and transform. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. If you like this episode, as always, click like, share, subscribe, give us five stars, and always take care of yourself. Be well. 
and I hope we will be able to talk to each other again soon.